Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? We're, well, we're in the middle of sports. I can't believe we're even saying that. We're in the middle of sports over the last couple of weeks. The big well, we've been, uh, we've been talking about this uh, for the last couple of weeks, and it has been so much fun. It was an incredible joy to me to see the, uh, my Toronto Raptors beat the L.A. Lakers in the first game of the season. Larry, it just gave me such pleasure as I was reflecting on uh, the depth of your loss. So uh, thanks for bringing it up. So I appreciate it. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're new, you have joined a growing community of sales professionals, slightly irreverent sales professionals who are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, uh, I just, I just want to say, uh, thank you. I, I, it is amazing to me. Uh, the Thank you for introducing me to the concept of sending cards. You send <laughs> cards all of the time. I, I, I go to my mailbox. I get a card from Larry. It is branded. There's a photograph of me. There's a photograph of my book. There's a photograph of my dog or one of my grandkids. There's <laughs> always something personal on that. And uh, you have uh, just, you know, you, you model it, you've led, led the way, you knock the ball out of the park in finding ways to project gratitude. And uh, so I just want to give a shout out to you for that and to our good friends that send out cards. Uh, hey, by the way, I just sent you another one. So <laughs> you know, see, can't wait to go to the mail. And I'll tell you what, right now, in especially in the middle of, of a time when many of us are still uh, sitting at home all day and, and lack, you know, the level of human connection we're, we've been used to, seriously, in all seriousness, just something as simple as sending a card um, and also some of the topics we're going to talk about today are, are just so powerful in this season. Yeah, and, and I just I just got to circle back to this card, you know, the card idea for just a second. You know, let's all think together in, in the situations that we're going through. I'm a big believer in this, that in its simplest format, people put things out on social, whatever social platform they choose to use because they want to be seen and heard. What better way to, to listen to somebody capture what they're putting out there, send them a card and say, hey, I was just thinking about you and capture that moment and recreate it for them when they go to the mailbox. Yeah, it's so incredibly powerful. And I know so many of our listeners are now using that same strategy and methodology. And if you want to learn more, um, you can send your first card for free right now at cards.sellingfromtheheart.net. And uh, it is such an incredibly powerful way to reach out and touch someone. Speaking of powerful ways to reach out and touch somebody and bring a personal spin to it, I think our conversation today is going to give a ton of ideas to everybody on how to do that, how to do that creatively and effectively. And I can't wait to dive into this conversation. So Larry, let's introduce our guests and let's get rolling. This is going to be awesome. Grab a sheet of paper and a pen, get ready to take a ton of notes. We're going to have a blast with Ethan Butte. But before we bring Ethan on, 
I just have to give backstories. I always like sharing how we met and things like that. But this is really interesting. Meeting Ethan is very similar to how I met Jason Bay at Blissful Prospecting. So there's a hint, and I'm sure Ethan, I know, probably knows Jason. But I met Jason because the power of video and an email. It was as simple as that. It caught my attention. It was a great message. He was being real. He was being genuine. I know what Ethan Butte's all about. You were going to learn more about it and how you really tie authenticity in with video. And Ethan is just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. So Ethan Butte, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. I like what you guys stand for. I like your approach to business in general and to sales in particular. And uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to this conversation as well. I've got my notepad out and this is going to be fantastic. As we get started and really just to tee all this up, I want to ask you the question that every Selling from the Heart guest gets and that is simply this, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Uh, When I hear that phrase, uh, A, it warms me because I know that it's differentiating, uh, sadly, in general Mm -hmm. and uh, and that, that we are the more people you guys can get onto this show and into this community, into this mindset, it's just going to be a better world to live and work in. And so I'm excited about it. What I think about when I think about selling from the heart is uh, sincerity. Uh, I think about sincere value. Like when you reach out, whether it's with a card, whether it's with a video, whether it's a live call, whether it's a phone call, that you're reaching out with sincere value. And that sincerity is something that cannot be faked. It is something that you feel. It's something that you communicate, whether you're doing it in writing or typing or in video or speaking to somebody. And it's something other people can sense. Uh, And I think that that kind of it can't be faked element is the authentic part that lets people know to use your words back, Larry, I see you, I hear you, I appreciate you, I have something of, uh, of value for you. And, and that sincerity, I think, is, is the kind of the key element uh, because you have to mean it. Yeah, you do. And, the, and, it's, and it's interesting. I have a favorite saying. It's just about just giving a rip. And, you know, you can fill in the blank with other words as you see fit. But it, I think that's what it's about. And, and use some really great words because you know, we're about sincerity, substance, and heart. It's inside selling from the heart. But there's one key word that I, that that came to mind when I was listening to what you're saying. That was sense of community. And then I'm going to add in a sense of belonging. And I think if there's ever a time that we're all going through this together as a community, what we're the only the only word that comes to mind is what we're cooking up. But we're cooking up heart and putting it out on a silver business platter, right, Daryl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the, what you're saying is, is so spot on number one and, and so relevant. And I love, um, you know, I love, I love your approach and your heart to all of this. And, uh, you know, the title of your book, by the way, just says it all. It's so in line with that, what we talk about at selling from the heart, your book rehumanize your business Tell us just a moment what was what's going through your mind as you're thinking about that book and and the message that you wanted to bring to the world. Sure, I, it was something that you know we hit our six year. I hit my six year full time anniversary at Bomb Bomb, and I just kind of welled up with a, with kind of some joy and excitement and even a little bit of pride around this community we'd built around this concept of replacing some of your faceless digital communication, typically like a typed out email or a typed out LinkedIn message 
with a simple, casual, conversational video. And when I started with the company, we had fewer than 10 employees and maybe one or 200 customers, and probably half of them weren't even paying anything. We just needed people on the platform, you know, and, and here we are like several years later, and, you know, we've got over 55,000 customers, about 140 employees, most of us here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And so when I hit my six-year anniversary, I was just really excited about it. You know, LinkedIn reminds you, and, you know, we have internal communication that shares birthdays and work anniversaries. And I saw it, and I was like, man, we've come so far as a group. And I think the kind of the values that, that the three of us share and that I'm sure your listeners share for participating as listeners, um, you know, are alive and well in our community. I was just excited about it. So I wrote a blog post uh, called You Are a Pioneer because I want this to be a common practice. And, and that was kind of the genesis of I just started writing a book between five and six in the morning in the better part of a Saturday or a Sunday on my own. And my wife was encouraging and supportive as always. My son was really excited about it. He's a teenager. He just thought it was cool that I was writing a book. And um, my, my goal there was to like reach beyond our own reach, right? Like we run paid ads, we have social, we have a lot of positive word of mouth, which is nice. But I thought if I could, if I could write a, a mainstream business book and get it published by a mainstream business book publisher like Wiley um, and get it onto shelves, get it into Amazon, that the message would just kind of naturally spread. And it's been a joy that way to have people pick it up and say, you know, oh my gosh, I recognize that, you know, I've been sending faceless emails for some of my most important and valuable messages and this changed my perspective or it spoke to me or this gives me new language for things I was uh, thinking about already. And um, I just wanted it to reach more people because, you know, as I said about your show and the values that you stand for, I know that if more people start practicing some of what is prescribed in that book, um, that will be more effective and more satisfied in our day-to-day work experience. Wow, you said a phrase there that just uh, just like bright lights sh- uh, shine on. By the way, I cannot wait to read this book, and I, we're gonna have to have you back afterwards to talk about it once Larry and I, because I, the spot on. But you said we send faceless yeah. emails. I keyed in on the same our most important yeah. conversations with our most important people. And uh, I just, I don't, I don't know about you, Larry, and, and I use video some, but I just had a moment where I was flashing back on yesterday on some messages that I sent to people. They were actually thank you messages. Um, I am going to send them a card, by the way, but there were messages I sent. I, I didn't even use email. I used text message. And, you know, I'm reflecting back going, oh my gosh if I had have just hit the record button in the same amount of time that I sent, you know, spent thumbing through trying to type that message, I could have communicated way more sincerity and way more of my heart in, you know, those were in particular people of gratitude for nonprofit I work with than, than just a simple text message. And this needs to, I love what you're saying because this needs to become part of our norm. You, the video doesn't need to be pioneering it doesn't need to be the shiny latest object. It actually, it, it's so available. It needs to become part of our norm. If I'm not even, I dare say, a preferred communication method, especially with important messages. Yeah, I think your uh, your habit of even if you're typing them out, just the, the the idea that you're acting on your instinct to reach out to people in gratitude, you cannot beat yourself up over that. Because, sure. I mean, that in and of itself is just an amazing habit. And of course, when you do it with video, it takes it to another level for what you said. I mean, people can feel with you 
what you're feeling. You can communicate your whole self and your whole message with that sincerity, enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. uh, gratitude, and all those kind of soft elements that don't come through when we type it out and send it. Even when we add like the little smiley face or the little exploding hearts or, you know, these other things that we do as kind of uh, stand-ins for our face and our voice and our personality. And so uh, any gratitude habit is obviously incredibly healthy for you as an individual, uh, for your relationships and for your business overall. Uh, But doing it in video, there's something really interesting. Um, In the last chapter of the book, uh, the the people at Wiley said I was opining on uh, the future of this dynamic movement. I was like, that sounds really good, but really opine is just the verb version of opinion. So I was like, oh, I guess that's what I was doing. But I, but I tell this story we had um, years back. Um, I wrote a blog post and I was kind of like having two different people who had published material kind of speak to each other. And I was organizing them and kind of having them talk back and forth in this blog post. And one of them was a doctoral candidate at Harvard Business School. He's uh, primarily in organizational behavior and organizational design, but had done a ton of work on email communication in particular research. And uh, he probably had a Google alert for his name. And so he reached out to me and was like, hey, thanks so much for including me in this blog post. It's awesome. What you guys are doing is really interesting. I've done a bunch of research. Can we put together a study around video email. I've done a bunch of email studies, but I haven't done video email. And so uh, we put something together, but prior to putting together his, his, his research design, like what do we want to get after? What model can we use? What are some tools we can use to, to get at the problem I want to solve in this research? I'd love to interview some of your customers. So I gave him uh, some customers' names with their permission and he did about a dozen interviews. And then we got back together after he talked with them about their experience using video and email And he said, hey, Ethan, I heard all the things that you told me I was going to hear. They get more replies and responses. Um, It helps them convert leads. It helps them stay in touch with people in a meaningful way. It helps them do all these things. But they told me something you didn't tell me. And so this was new new to me, which was awesome. Um, And I still haven't, there's not any research around this yet. But he said, people that receive the videos feel closer to the recipient, sorry, to the sender. So when you send a video, people feel closer to you, which makes sense. They see you, they're experiencing you. Um, but, but what I didn't prepare them for that they all reported back was that they feel closer to their recipients. And so mm. this idea of not just typing the words out or not just being cognitive about it, right? Intellectual about it and typing it out or even handwriting it out. But the idea of breathing these messages into life to bring them out with your whole self as a proper human being allows you to feel more connected to the recipient as well. And so again, there's no very little, if any research on it, um, what, what's actually going on there, but there's something about this ability to be ourselves in an honest way and in a sincere way that's alive, right? Like mm-hmm. sure it's mediated through video. And so it becomes kind of flat, but it's better than typed out text. There's something about you performing the message. And by performing, I don't mean acting as if you're somebody else or acting like you're a YouTube influencer or a television news anchor. I mean, just breathing the message into life that that is deeply, deeply satisfying. I know I enjoy a gratitude habit through video uh, because of that. And of course, the replies and responses come back with all caps, exclamation points. This was the best email of the day, which I never got on a typed out email. And mm-hmm. I don't expect either of you ever have <laughs> either. Um, you know, the, the, the nature of the replies you get to kind of positive, thank you, good job, congratulations type messages are um, obviously overwhelmingly positive and, and they bring uh, health and well-being to you as a practitioner. Well, no, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just go no further than FaceTime, right? 
I mean, let's just use that as an example, because I'm sure, Ethan, you hear this quite often, you know, within the sales community, uh, you know, I video, uh, right, whatever the excuse is, makes me nervous, I'm not very good at it, and things like that. But we are pretty good at it, because in the world that we live in today with smartphones, right, on FaceTime, you know, on iPhones, it's FaceTime, I don't know what it is on a Droid, but I'm sure there's similar platform to it, is the way we feel connected to somebody is FaceTime, right? I just, I just look at family, for instance, right? I could text and send a message to my family, but it's when we can connect on FaceTime that you build those deep meaning connections. You can see each other. I believe it's no different when you're sending a video email. It's almost yeah. the same thing. Correct. Uh, I'm going to touch on Except you're not communicating back and forth with a person, but at least they're seeing you. That's it. There are two things there that are really important. The first is that this is different from FaceTime or a Zoom call or a Microsoft Teams call or a Google Meet or whatever you're using in that it is asynchronous, right? The three of us all had to agree on a day and a time to get together for this conversation, which we're doing over Zoom, which is fantastic because there is that live give and take. This is a compliment to that experience. This allows you on your own time, asynchronously, whenever it's convenient for you, time block 30 minutes and do follow-ups on all of your open opportunities, right? Hey, just checking in. It's been two weeks since we spoke. Last time we spoke, you told me X, Y, and Z. I just wanted to follow up and see if the situation has changed or if you're ready to take that appointment or whatever the case may be. Or you take 10 minutes every morning and do a gratitude habit. So you happen to be uh, in one time zone. Someone else is in another time zone. All that is irrelevant. You could record five personal video messages in five minutes and send them to five different people and one person's going to open it up immediately, someone else five minutes later, someone else five hours later, someone even five days later. And when you use a service like ours or any of the other competing ones, the analytics will tell you when someone has done that. And so if it's a, if it's a thank you or a congratulations, you're almost certainly going to get a reply. So you're going to know that they got it. If it's a more sales oriented message for a prospect or uh, maybe a stalled deal somewhere, or maybe you're checking in on a customer in advance of a renewal or whatever, the tracking and analytics let you know that they've seen you in person. And so the asynchronicity provides a layer of convenience that still gives you the face time you need and want to build trust, to build rapport, to communicate more clearly and all these other things, but it's kind of out of time. You can mm-hmm. record and send it when it's convenient for you and someone can experience you in person when it's convenient for them. The other thing that you mentioned that is so important because it's the number one stopper by far is I'm not comfortable, right? The reasons that we give ourselves not to do this. Uh, I'm not good at this. Uh, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. And I, my offer there is just like anything else you want to be basically good at, it takes practice. A friend of mine just did a re-release of a book that he wrote on selling over the phone. How long have we been selling by phone? At least 80 years, at least 80. And yet still today we can write books on how to do it better. And my, my point there is that anything you want to be basically good at, you need to practice, you need to continue learning. It's an iterative process. And so, of course, the first three videos you said are going to be a little bit confusing or a little bit awkward. You're going to judge yourself more harshly than anyone else, by the way. No one else is going to judge you as harshly as you judge yourself in these videos. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it does take a little bit of practice and the more you do, the better you get just like anything else, whether it's skiing, speaking a foreign language, playing a musical instrument, selling by phone, writing compelling emails or subject lines. It's just like anything else. It takes a little bit of practice. And so don't beat yourself up and don't quit before you ever start in earnest. 
Mm, so, so hey, so good. Hey, I, I got a quick question for you. As if you look back over, you know, the six plus years of Bomb Bomb, is there one case study? Is there one really terrific, fantastic case study that comes to mind that says, because of a video email, this happened, this opened up? Can you share? Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we've got tons of stuff like that. I've got. I, I did a survey of all of our customers who had sent at least ten videos, and eighty-one uh, percent said they get more replies and responses. Eighty-seven percent say they get more clicks through their emails. Ninety percent say it allows them to stay in touch more effectively. And this question, by the way, was positioned. Um, I think seventy percent said they convert leads at a higher rate. It was compared to plain typed out text emails what kind of a lift does video provide you? Um, and there's some rates on, on how those doubled as well. One that comes to mind, we're working with um, uh, a very large franchise. It's one is consistently one of the top 50, you know, like when the franchise 500 comes out and you look at the biggest franchises in the world, they're a top 50 franchise. And um, their franchise sales team specifically engaged with us to, to prescribe some ways to use video. And so this is just one very small situation specific to your question. Uh, and one of many we can talk about. Um, when they added a video to the appointment conversation with a potential franchisee, so a meeting confirmation, mm-hmm. right? We set, we, you know, we connected by email or by phone or you filled out a form or whatever. When I send you a video to confirm the appointment, to um, put a face with the name, build a little bit of trust and rapport, promise some value in the upcoming meeting, they increased their show rate by 26%. It was from something in the 50s to like 72%. Wow. So you think about a large franchise, the value of each of those franchises to, to the organization and you think about that. I mean, that's so far upstream. So one of them I already offered was replies and responses to your emails. Mm-hmm. And so if you get a lift there, all the other, you know, the raw number coming into the next point of conversion is up, up, up. And so just the idea of increasing the number of people that show up for the appointments that you're setting so early in the, in the process that, you know, you can assume that any lift there is going to continue through the funnel with nothing else changed. You're going to continue to move, you know, some certain share of people um, through. And so the value that that adds at that point, and that's just one use case across the entire customer life cycle from initial touch through all the points of sales and marketing up to the point of decision. You can use a video to present contracts and proposals in a way that allows you to highlight things that were maybe negotiated or things that are typically confusing or frustrating for people. You can kind of like take some of that friction out, onboarding new customers to your product or service, uh, checking in with them to assure that they got whatever value they were paying for and that um, that they're satisfied and engaged and have what they need to the obviously to the positive growth loop that we all want. You guys seem like people that are very oriented toward long-term relationships rather than transactional sales. And so this, this long positive cycle where your customers become your best marketers because mm-hmm. they're so enamored of, of the approach, the experience, the value, the the values, and all these other things that reviews, testimonials, referrals, et cetera, repeat purchasing, expanded purchasing, mm-hmm. and all that. And so there are opportunities to to add videos to your messages across that entire journey. And I would say the same is true of, of employees. If you're building an organization and bringing people in and building teams, video is a great way to create internal engagement, awareness. And again, to go back to where we started, Larry, um, I see you, I hear you, I appreciate you, I value you as a team member, I want to give you feedback on this project, et cetera, et cetera. And again, with the convenience of asynchronicity. Mm-hmm. 
That's so good. Well, I can only imagine now that um, if our listeners haven't gone to Bomb Bomb and set up an account to get started with all this, they're about to do it. And uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm, I'm wondering if, as if someone was brand new to video, or maybe you know they dabbled in it six eight months ago and it just never took off. What would you say? Where's where's a great place for a sales professional? to get started and feel some early wins in this. Yep. I got a very specific prescription here and I love the question. It's something, of course, I see it so often people hear Mm -hmm. a conversation like this, this makes so much sense. This is so much better than what I've been doing. And then they go to their first one and they just kind of like, this isn't for me again, because they feel that initial discomfort. Right. It's it's primarily about vulnerability. We fear judgment and rejection. Of course, I'm sure you guys is, help salespeople through that alone, just in the sales process. But Mm -hmm. it's especially true in video because we're putting ourselves forth. And so uh, a couple key tips here. One, your webcam or smartphone is sufficient. This is not about production value. In fact, the shinier your video is and the more produced it is and the more time you put into it, um, the more it comes off as such. Whereas if you're just casually speaking to someone, uh, the more, the more, honest and sincere and authentic it feels. And so fortunately, all of us are, are doing these video calls and we're so we're comfortable in our offices and our home offices mm-hmm. and things. And so same thing here. So you don't need to overproduce it. Um, the best place to start is to come up with a habit of sending two or three videos a day that are in the vein that I've already talked about. Thank you. Good job. Congratulations. I've been thinking about you. I just noticed that, right? So as you're scrolling LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or whatever you're doing, or you're going through your own notes, uh, maybe you're looking at um, uh, customer anniversaries. You've been, you know, you've been with us for two years now, right? As you're looking birthdays, any of these like really easy things where you don't need a script, you already know the person and they know you. It could be a family member, a friend, a team member, or a customer. Um, doing two or three of those a day and committing to do that for two weeks, you'll put out 20 to 30 videos. And I'm only saying weekdays here. It'll take you five minutes a day. It'll maybe take you longer on the first day or two as you get comfortable with whatever software you're using, whether it's BombBomb or somebody else. Getting comfortable with your camera, but you should be by with, through Zoom or whatever. You should be kind of comfortable with that already. Um, you don't need a script. And so the barriers are all lowered there. And if you can just get into this habit of seeing yourself and hearing yourself, you're going to uh, subconsciously tell yourself, this is the kind of thing that I do. I'm the kind of person who does these things. And if that's the only thing you do with video that, Mm -hmm. that remains in with send out cards and these other touches that you're making to stay in touch with people and to show your appreciation, it's just a great habit you've built and you're going to feel great about it. But what you're going to immediately see is, oh my gosh, this would be so much easier if I just explained it. So responding to customer inquiries, explaining things that are complex with a screen recording video where you can kind of show and tell. Mm -hmm. If you start with that simple habit of thank you, good job, congratulations, I just saw that. Um, Hey, congratulations to Timmy. I saw you made captain of the soccer team, these kinds of things. Um, I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother, right? These Mm -hmm. types of like, they don't all have to be warm and friendly. They could be anything like I see you, I hear you, I appreciate you eye to eye through video. Um, if you can build that habit, it's going to be something that will immediately uh, start growing into other spots and you'll start seeing other opportunities to be face to face. Hey, you know wow. what, Daryl, this is the first thing in, in listening to Ethan. First of all, I'm fired up. I'm probably going to send out five videos because awesome. I got to say, well, here's the deal. <laughs> If you haven't already figured out, we're pretty competitive. So if Daryl tells me he's going to send out three, then I'm going to send out five. And then he's going to call Oh, you're going back. down. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's just how we roll. <laughs> but that's this awesome. whole, but it's be up all night sending videos, Larry. You're never <laughs> going to win. So you easy. can't outlast what me. You turn us into during this podcast. Dude, tortoise in the hair. I've sent 10,000, but I've spent like nine years doing it. Yeah, it's good though. It's the habit, right? It's developing that habit. And I, yeah, love it. Larry, sorry. No, no, it's all good. But it's the, it's the whole thing of this totally combats the mindset of salespeople who say, hey, you know, I got to build, you know, relationships are important. I'm a face-to-face type of person, right? I love shaking hands and all the things that we say around shaking hands and so forth. But guess what? You can't see your clients, you can't see your prospects, you can't see your marketplace all the time. But in essence, you can really bring yourself to life, whether you use humanize or rehumanize yourself through small, simple video touches. Mm. So powerful, but yet it's like, what, right? It's like, come on, it's not that hard, but we make it hard. Yeah, you yeah. have the camera, you have yeah. the internet connectivity. Like these are things we didn't have when we started, by the way. Internet connections right. were terrible and the cameras weren't great either. The iPhone didn't even exist when we founded the company. Wow. Amazing. And look at look at it's all it's all right here. It's all available and it just takes the 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 courage to start sending the first few and the developing the habits around it. Man, Ethan, thank you so much. I am so I, this this conversation has exceeded my expectations. I came in with high expectations. <laughs> you exceeded them. I've learned so much today, and I just want to thank you. Uh, just circling back to the beginning, um, you know, your heart to put together the book about rehumanizing business so spot on and so in line uh, with everything we're all about here at Selling from the Heart. It's a big tip of the hat to you, and um, just thank you for being a champion for authenticity. Sure. I mean, thank you very much. It's been the the greatest joy of the book for me is the kinship I found in conversations like these, like having this formal expression uh, that other people can relate to as as a touch point to to establish kinship has just been wonderful. Oh, man. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Ethan. Thank you, everybody in the Selling from the Heart global community. It is such an honor uh, and a pleasure to be a part of it. And by the way, just a a shout out to everybody in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. Uh, We have just been having a fantastic summer getting to know each other, uh, being there as a resource for each other, learning from uh, some of the best thought leaders in the business and our, in our behind the scenes. And if you haven't been a part of it yet, we want to invite you to check it out at sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. You can learn all about it there. Uh, but until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, form a gratitude habit, start using video right now. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.